Good morning, kings and queens, ladies and gentlemen, and some of you motherfuckers. This is Melanated Rich Convo with another What's Up Wednesday, and I'm going to keep you in tune from what's been going on as of this morning and for the past seven days. Now, let's talk Nicki Minaj, right? She's got into it with Safari. She's got into it with DJ Self. DJ Envy jumped in. A little bit of Breakfast Club jumped in. She also dropped that Queen album. Hot, hot, hot fire album. Which was pushed back because she wanted to put that song on there that was still unreleased. So she didn't get clearance for the song. She pushed the album back. And now she's in operation control to get her sales back up because reportedly Nicki Minaj has dropped this album with her lowest debut to date. So she's on, if you will, crowd control, trying to drum up some attention. She's been going back and forth on Twitter, her and Safari, her and DJ Self, enough on DJ Envy almost banned her from playing songs on The Breakfast Club because she quote-unquote was going to threaten bodily harm to DJ Self. And I guess DJ Self is a part of The Breakfast Club regime or empire or whatever, one of their label mates or whatever you want to call it. He's on revolt. I don't think that's necessary. Personally, why in the hell would you try to put somebody an artist off your rec, off your um, playlist because they said they're going to do something to another artist another DJ let that man handle his own business let him handle his own scandal you see what I'm saying so Nikki's handling her scandal pretty good she's got a lot of fire joints on that like the one she was talking about trying to get with uh 50 Cent, and 50 Cent tweeted it over and over, so she's got some good songs on there, her and Safari going back and forth, heated battle as we speak, Um, crazy, crazy, craziness developing as of right now, so y'all stay tuned, I will maybe have more of that before the day is out, y'all stay tuned for that, we got more coming up, just a little interlude, check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, this segment is Everything, All Things, Anchor FM. We had an election. The vote fatality was heated debate. We had sides taking sides. We had people all over the place. But the verdict is in. They're monetizing Anchor. And we all about to get paid. So if you don't hear no music on my podcast today, excuse me, but I'm trying to get these dollars. It's Melanated Rich Convo, and um, we're going to talk monetizing Anchor. Okay, so I've been listening over the last seven days, six or seven days, when this epic ex- ex- announcement came via my man. The fried Oreo. I heard it first from him on his IG. Go check that out. 
but we're seven days past that. So I'm checking in on a lot of my, a lot of my cats and we all want to get paid. You know what I mean? I myself definitely want to get paid. That's why I'm on a corporate plantation from time to time, sneaking episodes in. If you didn't know, now you do. Okay, so they're going to pay us to podcast. Right? We get paid to do what we want, how we want to do it, when we want to do it. Wait a minute. There's small print. You get paid for your podcast, but you can't have no music in your podcast. Wait a minute now. I play music all throughout my podcast. So in order for me to get paid, I got to stop playing music. Hmm. Let us all think about that. Not only do we have to stop playing music, that's like you said off of Spotify and such and such or any music at all in order to get paid we gotta take all our episodes with music off what a conundrum now we're faced with this reality of this stream of podcasting for dollars but we can't play our music hmm who is going to jump on that boat? It's going to be a dry run on a big river. Because uh majority of us play music on our podcast. Or use musical transitions in our podcast. That was a feature that they offered. That's a feature that we're going to use today. We've been beating the shit out that dead horse. But there's a few of my podcasting friends that don't have music on their podcast they just do straight talk throughout good conversation engaging conversation makes you want to leave a message makes you want to applaud clap shake your head laugh or whatever but yet they have no music they have no transitions it's just them doing their thing saying a piece and Piecing out. I guess those are the few that say, well, might as well get paid to do this. I mean, I'm doing it anyways. And there's those that say, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to stop playing my music and doing it the way I do it and go back and erase all my old podcasts. And I got probably over a hundred podcasts I got to erase because I got music in it. Shit. I ain't going to be able to do it. So a lot of my brothers and sisters have opted out and can continue to do what they're going to do. This is Anchor 3.0, maybe 4.0 may make us take our music off. Who knows? But since it's free, let us do what we're going to do. I mean, y'all getting paid. We ain't. So we're going to talk about shit while I spit. Play our music and not get paid and be happy. Get our views up and get money other ways. You know what I mean? Hey, fuck the bullshit. It is what it is. Now, me, I've been thinking about this. You know, Wednesday is my episode day. I newly transitioned to once a week. 
But I'm thinking, should I hop on this monetization? Should I stop playing music and see if I can conjure up 99 cent? 499 Fuck it, you're getting paid. Why not throw an extra cent on there and make it a cool dollar? A smooth five. A hot ten. Why the cents involved? Why the taxation without representation? Anyways, that's that. Alright, like I said, I'm going to continue listening to my brothers and sisters that do it either way. And I may pop a dollar in your sock, whether you play the music on it or not. That's just what we do. That's just what we do. Ladies and gentlemen, kings and queens of the Melanated Rich Convo podcast. And some of you motherfuckers. And some of you motherfuckers going to know exactly what I'm talking about when I say this here. Now, in between episodes, I took a, I took a uh, walk to go get, excuse me. I took a walk to go get a pack of cigarettes, right? I normally don't smoke. I was going to ask somebody, let me get a, let me buy a cigarette from them, you know. So I said, said to myself, just then, as I was going to walk up across the street to buy a cigarette from this person, I said to myself, I said, shit, if the police ride by here, they might arrest me. Right? The person might not have it. They might. They, I know they got cigarettes because they just lit one up, right? So, I was going to, I said, no, let me not do that. Let me just ride down to the store and go buy me a pack of cigarettes, right? So, that's what I did, you know, thinking the fucking police might stop my ass on the street, arrest them for selling the cigarettes, you know, and probably arrest me for buying the cigarettes because in this city, you can't buy loose cigarettes anymore. It's against the law. Why? I don't fucking know. You know, they find any reason to lock a brother up, right? So I always got to be conscious of that. So um, I go to the store, I go to get my cigarettes, and I don't see my pack. And I say, shit, this city stopped selling menthol cigarettes as of a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they stopped selling menthol cigarettes as of a couple weeks ago. But some places still allow, still sell menthol cigarettes. And I guess this store didn't. So I'm finna turn around and walk back out the door like, fuck it. The guy comes from somewhere in the store and say, what can I help you with, brother? Hey, rap guy. Cool dude. I'm not gonna talk on that subject. He's just cool, you know. That's a for another episode. So, um, he he said, yeah, I, I got what you're looking for. I got a pack. I got a, um, what you're looking for. I told him what I'm looking for, menthol. Told him my brand. And um, he goes behind the counter, and he pulls it up from the top, you know. Bang, I got my squares. Paid the $10 I didn't want, $8, whatever, you know. Secrets is scared of fuck high nowadays. But uh, so I bought the cigarette. Buy the cigarettes, the whole pack, I bought the pack, and ask for no loose cigarettes, you know. They ain't gonna do that. They crack it down on everybody for that shit, you know. R.I.P. Mike Brown, crack a motherfucker. I mean, anyways. So, um, I walked out the store, I'm packing my squares down, you know, trying to light one up. 
and I see a police officer. I happen to see a police officer riding by the street slowly and goes in the alley right behind my car. And I stop, I slow down, I say, shit, am I doing something illegal? I got scared for a second. I'm like, am I doing something illegal? Why is this motherfucker um, slowing up, going through the alley, slowing up, you know? Am I doing something illegal? So I'm stopped. I kind of freeze for a second like, damn, you know, let me get myself about me, you know? Let me um, check my surroundings and see what I got going on in case this motherfucker hop out the car on me. And want to try to, you know, stop me for doing something illegal. So I'm sitting there thinking, what am I doing illegal? What am I doing illegal? Thinking, 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 thinking. Okay, I got the cigarettes. Okay, we can't smoke them on the sidewalk. Bam. So I'm thinking like, damn, is he going to um, wait till I get in the car, turn my car on, and then stop me? You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there thinking like, damn, am I doing something illegal? Because just that ride by, walking down the street being black, you know, we got that. Damn, did the did I do some illegal? Is this motherfucker gonna stop me, frisk me, uh uh, whatever the case is, pull me over, whatever the fuck, you know, in the situation. And I thought about it, damn. Even while walking down the street being black, you gotta stop and think, why is these motherfucking cops looking at me like that? You know what I mean? It's like, damn, that's some fucked up shit. I had to stop and think about am I doing something illegal, even though I ain't never been really arrested like that, but the way that motherfucker was riding slow, like he was ready to hop out, made me stop and think, damn, let me get my shit together in case the motherfucker want to arrest me. Am I out of bounds? You know what I mean? Some shit that I don't know about. If I'm doing something illegal that I don't know about, you know what I mean? Because, you know, they really don't give a damn. Ignorance is not a, a cause in, in, in court to um, not be arrested and not go to jail, not being charged for what they want to charge you with, even though you didn't know you was doing something illegal. You see what I'm saying? Did I spit on the sidewalk? You know what I mean? What, you know, was I sagging my pants? Uh, 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 whatever, you know what I mean? Was these cigarettes actually illegal and he seen in my hand and he was going to arrest me for, sell, for for buying a pack of illegal cigarettes, menthol, because they don't sell them no more? Was he going to bust the store owner for selling them? I'm thinking all this shit in these 10 split seconds, 15 seconds as he motherfucker rolled by. And I'm like, damn, a motherfucker got to really think about that shit when he see the police. Every time we see the motherfucker police, got to think, am I doing something that I don't know about? Is a motherfucker finna hop out on me? You know what I'm saying? And I said, that's, that's, that's fucked up. That I can't, I see a police and I immediately start. It's like when you ride down the street and you see the police. You get to thinking, my license, my registration straight? Do I got my motherfucking, uh, is my chart, my phone charged up some just, just in case I got to show my um, insurance? Do I got my insurance in the car? Do I got my registration in the car? Is my tabs expired? Is my tail light busted out? Is my headlight busted out? Am I speeding? I got to look at the, got to look at the uh, speedometer to see if you're going 55 or 30. Is you going a, a mile over or whatnot? That's what we got to think about when we see the police. Is this motherfucker finna come get me? You see what I'm saying? Now that's some motherfucking bullshit. Dude, I gotta, why do I have to stop and think if this motherfucker's finna take me to jail today? Whenever you see the police, wherever you are, we gotta stop and think, is this motherfucker finna arrest me for something? Is he finna stop me and harass me? Ask me, do I got my ID? 
telling me that I fit a description. All type of bullshit it is we got to go through with being black. And and, and, and people don't want to check my, 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 my podcast out because it's Melanated Rich Conversations. Just they fear that melanated word so fucking much. Like they fear this motherfucking melanated skin. You see what I'm saying? Gotta always think. And that's some fucked up shit here in this free country of America under the red, white, and blue and the motherfucking stars that we walk upon. We always still gotta check to see if the slave patrol is finna come snatch my ass up. Like all the way back in the day. Like all the way back in the day when free slaves had to catch they motherfucking, um, they keep they, they, they free, the free papers on them. Cause if they forgot their free papers at home or in their other clothes, they gonna might be taken to jail. They might be taken to slavery, even though they free. Twelve years of slave. That movie, that really fucking happened in real life. People did forget their papers or whatever the case. They got put into slavery because they forgot. Them. You know what I'm saying? Fast forward to 2018. It's my ID in my pocket. It got the right address on it. You know, run my name. All this, all that type of shit we got to deal with while being black. I just had to stop and pop that in here real quick as I'm talking about what's up Wednesday. Because that's what's up today on this Wednesday, last week, and forever with us melanated rich people. You see what I'm saying? Now I ain't never did nothing illegal. Got caught doing nothing illegal. God damn it. So I shouldn't think like that. But damn it, I got to think like that. Because it can happen. It has happened to me, many people a long time. I'm going to get back into this. Uh, it's kind of a transition since my transition ain't working right to Johan, excuse me, a Somali American immigrant refugee is going for Congress here in the state of Minnesota. She's representing, you know what I mean? No, I'm not Muslim. No, I'm not Somali. But I'm black, I'm brown, skinned, I'm melanated, rich, and we all melanated, rich. If you got that skin hue, so I'm proud for her for doing that. You know what I'm saying? Damn right, I might have voted for. Her. I don't give a damn if she was Republican, Democrat, Independent, or what. I was gonna vote, goddamn it, because I I, rep- I I like what she stands for. I like her struggle, what she been through. She been through the struggle this far. What she gonna do when she get to the White House? So we gonna see. She's been elected. That's going to transition into my next podcast in a couple minutes. See, I'm breaking them off, trying to get some transitions in between time. In the meantime, testing out, am I going to do something to change my podcast up to get paid? And I don't think I'm going to do it, but I'm giving it a dry run. In Melanated Rich Convo, just timing in on you this extra episode on What's Up Wednesday. Y'all be easy. Y'all take care. Stay black and stay proud. And if you ain't black and you support us, continue to do that. And teach your friends about it. You know what I mean? Let them know what they say. Uh, uh, If you got some cool white friends, well, send them to the motherfuckers that ain't cool and see if they help you out, represent you in the right light. You know what I'm talking about? So we got to think about that as well. Y'all be easy and watch your back. Never know when they find something. You might fit a description.
It might be the description. It might be doing something illegal. Spitting on the sidewalk. It might give you a ticket for that. Write you up for that. Put you in the back of the car for that. Let everybody see you get handcuffed, frisked, put in the back of the car, drove down the street, or let go. They're going to spend 20 minutes on you. And then you just got to, people got to see that. Then they're going to be looking at you sideways. You see what I'm saying? We always got to watch our back no matter what. Always keep your guard up. As Flame Mayweather knocked that motherfucker out for putting his guard down. A W is a W in his books. And he ain't took an L yet. Almost. In the ring. Minnesota rep Ion Omar will likely become one of the first Muslim women elected to Congress after winning a heated Democratic primary in Minnesota's 5th Congressional District on Tuesday. Omar, 36-year-old Somali refugee immigrant of the United States, has, as a teenager, beat a packed field of six candidates in the race for to fill current Republican Keith Ellison. Ellison decided to run for Minnesota Attorney General, uh, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota Attorney General, rather than return to Congress. He faced allegations of abuse in the last couple of days of his campaign, which is the second Muslim person or the first Muslim person to run for office, um, mainly since the Obama administration has came about. I myself remember voting for Obama and then trying to vote for Ellison. But at the fact that I, I was so green in politics at the time, I didn't know that you had to be of that living in that area, in that district, in order to vote for that person. So my crazy ass ran all the way to Minneapolis and tried to vote. And they was like, no, you don't live in this district. You can't vote for Ellison. Because he was representing Minneapolis, a certain part of Minneapolis at the time. And I ran my ass over that part of Minneapolis and tried to vote for him. <laughs> I was so green in politics at the time. But since I've gained some more information, I'm not an expert by any means. But I definitely wanted to vote for the man. But anyways, let me digress. Um, Yeah, that's for that. Now, I don't think that I um just voted for them because they were melanated rich. Now, yeah, that had something to do with it. But my I myself is a little bit of a radical when it comes to voting. Now, see, I'll take you back to the Minnesota governor race when Jesse, the then bodies and tour, was running for governor. And I'm like a wrestler. I'm like wrestling. I've seen this movies and Predator and this and that. And I said, uh, hell yeah, I'm going to vote for Jesse Ventura. And if this motherfucker win, I don't think he's going to win, but I'm voting for him anyways just to be a radical. It's his first time running for major office. Like I said, he was a, a wrestling guy. I used to watch wrestling growing up. He was one of the pioneers. And, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm voting for this guy. He's saying some stuff that I actually liked, you know what I mean? And I voted for him. 
Now, the first time, to be honest, which is the first time I went to vote for him, they said I wasn't old enough. I said, ain't that a bitch? Somebody scratched my car. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. I said, ain't that a bitch? I can't, um, I can't vote. But I watched the elections very closely. I watched the elections very closely. And his famous words were, we shocked the world. I was so happy for him. I felt like I voted. You know what I mean? Because in a sense, I did. You know, I watched everything. I told everybody about it. I, I went to vote. They just said I wasn't old enough. So I'm a little bit of a radical when it comes to politics, because obviously a lot of people is not represented the right way when it comes to politics. The city is not represented the right way. They um they promise stuff that they don't deliver. And I couldn't understand that for the life of me for the longest of time, but Ventura promised a lot of stuff that he delivered on. That man shut the government down once upon a time to get hit to make sure they got it right. And that was one of the ushers ends of someone that wasn't in politics. And that was a blip on the radar, if you will, of somebody in politics that became in politics, that didn't have a history of going to school for politics and stuff like that. You know, unless, you know, you don't have to be a career politician to run to be a politician, you know, governor or mayor or or whatever. Only, you know, president, you just got to win the people vote and and and. And trust, you know, people trust you and, and you hold on what you say. But that brings me to the Democratic Party where, you know what I mean, a lot of black people only voted Democrat over the last century or two. But it started out as only black people voting Republican, you know. Again, it takes me back to the time when I was um, campaigning for Obama to become president. I ran across my first ever black Republican. Now, the crazy thing about it is you would think the word black Republican equals sellout. But this person was so down to earth, taught me everything I knew, needed to know to do my job. You see what I'm saying? And not only and only after we knocked on about a couple hundred doors and spent days and days with each other, you know, did she let me know that she was a Republican. I'm like, this dreadhead, Afrocentric, cool, down-to-earth mother was is a Republican. And I'm like, I can't even hate. Because she's so cool, I like her. Like, I respect her 100%. And then I'm like, wow. And then she, and then she went on and said... As, as they were talking about it in the office, as we got back, we were talking about it in the office, she was saying, you know, such as says, we, we not a bipartisan party or, 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 um, campaign, whatever we was doing, knocking on doors, group of people knocking on doors, getting the vote out. And she, and it was going back and forth in the office. Everybody was Democrat. And we just thought everybody was voting Democrat. Cause, you know, we all black. That, that was my understanding. I mean, I wouldn't have went in against it any other way. Either or, you know, because I wanted to get the vote out. That was what I wanted to do, to get the vote out. But I guess unconsciously, I was like, we getting the vote out so everybody vote for Obama. You know, Democrat, he black. Ooh. But come to find out, you know, it was really for anybody, bipartisan, any race, any person, just get the vote. Just register yourself to vote. Was getting people registered, telling them where people they supposed to, where they voting polls were. That's all we was doing. If you're registered, 
Do you know where your polls are? If not, we got the information and we can sign you up. There was no, um, you're voting for a Democrat or you're voting for a Republican, you're voting for uh, uh, Obama or you're voting for McCain or whatever the case is or whatever the case was. It was just, are you voting? Do you know where you're voting at? And if not, we can help you get you there. So let me digress back to what I was saying when I said she had a little conversation. We had a little conversation as we got back doing our, our door knocking, our, our, you know, some grassroots door knocking. And we was having a conversation going back and forth. We were all laughing and chuckling about, you know, who were we doing. And she was like, yeah, you don't have to be a Democrat to be voting. And we're not doing this because we're just all Democrats. I'm looking like, what? She was like, yeah, I'm a Republican. And one of the head people in the office was Republican, too. Afrocentric, black guy, campaigning, knocking on doors, doing this and doing that. And he was a Republican. But, yeah, he kind of shied away from saying he was a Republican because, you know, you would think of a black Republican as somebody with a suit and tie, you know, with perfect vernacular and, and, and um, you know, uptight Uncle Tom looking cat. But this was another Afrocentric black guy with a dashiki and he was a rapper, but he was a Republican, which, you know what I mean, blew my mind. And that just brought me to light, brings me to my next subject. You don't have to be running on the uh, uh, um, the Democratic card just because you melanated rich. It's because you're black. Anthony, you don't have to, from Africa or whatever the case may be, you don't have to be a Republican, though that's what a lot of people of that nature run on. Or you don't have to be no uptight nerd. You don't have to be no uh, Uncle Tom sellout to be a Republican. You know what I mean? That I was green at the time. I didn't know. You know what I mean? I didn't. That's what I thought was pretty much what it was. You know what I mean? You learn something new every day if you pay attention. You see what I'm saying? So, so that was my thing. Like, wow. You know what I mean? I brought a whole nother aspect of people in their choice for running for office and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, I always voted Democrat because that's what I was up until the last couple of elections. I said, I'm not voting Democrat because I didn't like Hillary or I didn't like the other person, you know, who was going. So I didn't vote um, Democrat or Republic for president. You know what I mean? I, I, I definitely didn't. I ran on the Green Party. A lot of people were talking about marijuana legalization and stuff like that. Now, I don't smoke, but I know a lot of brothers and sisters that do, and, and, and we all know we disproportionately getting locked up for that. And a lot of other states has already was running on the ticket of um, legalizing marijuana, you know, at that time. Uh the West Coast, a lot of the West Coast states did that, and you know, so that's, you know, I was like, I'm running with the Green Party because we need to legalize this, keep us out of jail. That's what my other segments were about the marijuana was because you know, we need to get us out of jail. Now, since it's been legal, people, I just thought hell, when we get this marijuana legal, brothers ain't gonna be going to jail. We finna open up dispensaries. We finna be, you know what I'm saying, getting in the business. We about to be free. (laughs) 
we can sell this marijuana and get, you know, smoke it and get paid or whatever the case may be. But like I said in the last episode on marijuana, it was stipulations for that. You see what I'm saying? It was stipulations when it comes to legalizing this marijuana. It was for certain reasons, medicinal and recreational, you know, liquid form and pill form and plant form. But there was a lot of other reasons to legalize other than just we just want to get high like we in the 70s again. You know what I mean? So that was that. Just like what else I was saying. I kind of got I went off on a tangent. Excuse me and sorry that I did. But um, it is what it is. We just have a conversation. It's a podcast talking about what's up Wednesday. And this is what's up on the ballot. You know what I mean? This is what's... We were talking Congress. We talk a little bit of everything on Melanin Rich Conversation. We talk a little bit of Africa, you know what I mean? Australia, Brazil, Haiti, you know, Jamaica, America. A lot of Melanated Rich stuff that goes on, and we will continue to do that in the next episodes coming. It's What's Up Wednesday, and we're going to continue this out. And y'all be easy. And we like this square. It is what it is, man. I'll be back with you. Ladies and gentlemen, this is my lady Richie coming back at you. I just got to hop in this to say, what the hell is up with this recording? Now, I had to re-record this Melanin Rich politics because it didn't record. After I recorded it, it didn't pop up. So I took time to wait for it to pop up, took time to wait for it to pop up. And the damn thing didn't pop up, so here I am re-recording. So I re-recorded an episode that I already recorded. And I went to check on it after I finished re-recording it. Come to find out the re-record didn't come in. It stopped recording. And the one that I recorded popped up. Man, we probably can go on and on about the struggles of recording and putting these podcasts up and losing podcast and energy from our episodes that we had to re-record damn it it came back I'm just gonna put this in in the episode and let it go you know shit I'm talking kings queens ladies and gentlemen and some of my motherfuckers okay the re-record game is crazy the lost episodes are crazy man y'all know the struggle Anchor know the struggle. Is that going to stop when we start getting paid? Or if anybody gets paid for this, do we get to come back to them and say, look, I had to re-record my episode too many times. I lost too much energy and too many uh, lost words and phrases and situations trying to re-record because it don't never record. Maybe the people that's get, those are people that's getting paid can chop them in the nose about that, chop them in the neck about that. I need my bread. I need my recordings to go through the first take. 